Summer is just around the corner and without a doubt, we have our sunglasses and sunscreens out. But have we asked ourselves protection from what? The life-giving sun? If this is your first episode or you haven't listened to the previous two episodes, I request you to do so in order to connect the dots in relation to what we are going to be discussing today. It's a common belief that sunscreens and sunglasses protect from excessive sun exposure, but it's actually doing the opposite. Join us in this episode as we uncover the science behind why sunglasses and sunscreens have been doing us way too much harm and contributing to health issues. that sunscreen is a must, then I'd ask them which brand of sunscreen did our ancestors and the ape primates use? I bet you our ape primates would laugh on us looking at our stupidity with fearing the sun and all. The reason why people get skin cancers and sunburned easily is not because of the sun, although of course overexposure to anything would have some effects but still not as deadly. Unless you're baking yourself lying butt naked from morning till evening 365 days a year. I'm not talking about that. The sun has been there since the beginning of time. What has changed is now we have a medical complex, the pharmaceutical drug cartel and big corporations that dominate and dictate the health and food sector. There has been an introduction of oxidized seed oils, highly processed and inflammatory foods which are all which are mostly convenience foods, which I don't even like to describe as foods. Then there are products laden with toxic ingredients to clean your house, wash your dishes, clothes and slather on your skin. And then we wonder why we are sick, why we are getting sunburns. Now to combat all those problems, we have solutions provided to us by the pharmaceutical industry and sure, they help to contain and arrest those problems but at the cost of creating other imbalances in the body giving rise to other issues. These things weren't there 200 or so years ago and how many people were dying of skin cancer back then? As for numbers and statistics, well, they can be tampered with just like scientific research. All depends on where the funding is coming from. Sure, ignorance and avoidance can be a bliss, but only for too long. We had to learn it the hard way by losing a loved one. And we want to make sure that it shouldn't be the case for you. So first, be aware about the problem and act on the solution step by step. You don't need to make changes overnight. It's a process. It doesn't have to be perfect, but it's important to get started. And we are here for you to provide you with all the necessary information, solutions, most importantly, and the support 
so you can make it happen for yourself and for your loved ones. And with that said, let's move on with today's topic, which is highly likely to startle you. We know how sunscreens work, right? By blocking UV rays and they do this in two ways. Either by using a physical sun filter, such as talc, titanium, dioxide or zinc oxide. Or by using chemicals whose active ingredients include methoxycinamate, P-aminobenzoic acid, benzophenone and other agents that absorb certain UV frequencies while allowing others to pass through. Now, sunscreen with ingredients that absorb UVB can damage DNA when illuminated. Some sunscreen ingredients generate free radicals and reactive oxygen species when exposed to UVA, which can increase carbonyl formation in albumin and damage the DNA. These DNA alterations are directly related to development of cancer. While, on the other hand, there's even further DNA damage going on in an indirect form by free radicals and reactive oxygen species. Research indicates that the absorption of the sunscreen ingredients into the skin combined with a 60-minute exposure to UV leads to an increase of free radicals in the skin. A side note on free radicals and reactive oxygen species before we move ahead. Reactive oxygen species, ROS, are ions or very small molecules that include oxygen ions, free radicals and peroxides, both organic and inorganic. They are highly reactive due to the presence of unpaired valence shell electrons. In simple words, they are like little scavengers that are always looking to take or give an extra electron to other particles in our body. When they do this, it can cause damage to our cells and tissues. Free radicals and ROS are even made by our own bodies as we live and breathe. It's a byproduct of normal metabolism of oxygen and even during exercise, but this also plays an important role in cell signaling. However, during times of environmental stress, which includes exogenous or source outside the body like pollution, UV or heat exposure and smoking, the reactive oxygen species levels can increase dramatically, which can result in significant damage to cell structures. When this accumulates and gets out of hand over a period of time, we have a situation which we call as oxidative stress. This contributes to DNA damage, lipid peroxidation, oxidation of amino acids in proteins, and even causes oxidation of cofactors that deactivate specific enzymes. Yeah, that's well explained, Arjun. So getting back to sunscreens. In order to understand their ill effects and how they are interfering with vitamin D production, let's briefly dive into the mechanism of how it all works. The absorption spectrum of DNA shows a strong absorption for UVB radiation and a much lower absorption for UVA radiation. By default, our DNA is designed to sustain 
small amount of direct damage that occurs when it directly absorbs UVB photons which lead to a reaction within the molecular components of the DNA in such a manner that there develops a disruption in the strand which reproductive enzymes cannot copy. It causes sunburn and it triggers the production of melanin. And melanin is such an efficient photoprotective substance that it dissipates more than 99.9% of the absorbed UV radiation as heat rendering it harmless. This means that less than 0.1% of the photons is what causes sunburn due to the production of free radicals in short and sweet words. It's actually due to this excellent photochemical process which is called internal conversion in the DNA. Melanin is damaged only by a tiny fraction of the absorbed photons. Now here's the problem. The cosmetic industry claims that UV filters act like melanin, which is responsible for protecting our skin from UV radiation. However, the artificial substances in sunscreens don't effectively convert the UV energy into heat like melanin does and instead they remain in an excited state for a long time. This difference between natural melanin and sunscreen ingredients is one of the reasons why sunscreen users have a higher risk of developing melanoma than non-users. Sunscreens are designed to block UVB radiation, which causes sunburns, but blocking UVB also reduces our ability to produce vitamin D. And it doesn't stop there. Do you know what happens when we wear sunglasses? Let's take ultraviolet B light for example. When it passes through the eye, it stimulates the production of alpha MSH or alpha melanocyte stimulating hormone. Given the name, you must have guessed it already. It tells the melanocytes, which are the cells in the skin, to make melanin, which protects our skin and our eyes from excess light. So now because of those dark shades that's filtering the UVB light from entering our eyes and reaching our brain, it tricks our brain into thinking it's dark or getting dark. And based on that, it's telling our hormonal glands that melanin isn't needed because the sun is weak or isn't there. Moral of the story is, you're more likely to get burned when you wear sunglasses than when you don't. Now, you must be thinking, but isn't the sunscreen protecting me? The truth is, you may not be burning up, but your skin is absorbing all those infrared rays and they reach deep inside and cause damage to the skin. And since we don't have the protective mechanism in place, the generation of ROS is even more higher that goes on to causing indirect DNA damage. While the human body reacts to direct DNA damages with a painful warning signal, no such warning signal is generated from indirect DNA damage, which is responsible for 92% of all the melanoma cases. Although the damage is majorly in the skin, 
but the rest of the body can be affected by the oxidative stress. And if we are eating foods, we are meant to eat provided by Mother Nature and get enough fresh air, water, sunlight while living in harmony with the native electromagnetic fields away from modern toxins and destructive habits, which is easy to do. You don't have to worry about things like sunburns. We have all the systems and mechanisms in place like that of photoprotection. In fact, you don't even have to even worry about ever getting diseased and even the challenges that come along with aging. You won't have to face it. All you have to do is optimize your lifestyle step by step to align with wellness. And if you didn't know, things like oxidation and free radical is what causes us to age. The more oxidation, the more the damage. How do you think we repair that damage every night? With melatonin. And as we explained in the previous episodes, sunlight exposure plays a major part in the production of melatonin, which is then released in the absence of light in the evening. Yep, everything's connected. Getting back to sunscreens. We haven't yet mentioned about those toxic chemicals in sunscreens that make it carcinogenic because they get absorbed by the skin. Our skin is a big mouth. Chemicals such as benzene, benzophenon, etc. They are endocrine disruptors. In fact, after being absorbed, they get irradiated by ultraviolet light, which has even shown to make certain non-harmful chemicals carcinogenic. The worst part is that sunscreen can now be found in our water, food, and even the bloodstream of people who claim to have never applied sunscreen because of the contamination. And there's one chemical that Dr. Elizabeth Plod pointed out, BP3. Fishes become intersexed when exposed to it, which of course affects their ability to breed. And then we eat fish. Well, humans might not have the exact, exact same thing happening, at least at present, perhaps, but we are seeing similar crazy stuff happening in today's time. That's no coincidence. Plus, if you throw in all the xenoestrogens from plastic, which is increasingly used in today's time, you have the perfect disaster and gender confusion, isn't it? Sure, they are endocrine disruptors after all. So let's now talk about two ingredients. We have been told that they are safe, but in actuality, it's an entirely different story. And we are talking about are you ready for the shock? It's zinc oxide and titanium dioxide. Now, it's not the ingredients per se that's the problem. It's the reduced particle size down to the micro level. And oh yeah, by the way, micro or nano, it's still a problem both ways. As long as it's tiny particles, it poses a problem because it's shown to damage the cell walls by creating tears and holes. Not just sunscreens, the majority of skin foundations used by women today to create a uniform skin tone contain zinc oxide and or titanium dioxide. And then there are also spray-on sunscreens which you and people around you also breathe in when sprayed. It's damaging to not only the airways and alveoli in the lungs but also to the brain 
since the pathway that leads to the brain is connected to our nasal passage. So imagine if it can tear down our cell walls, can't it also permeate our blood-brain bar blood barrier, reach the brain and affect it in terms of damage? Exactly. Also, take into the consideration the chemical interaction of the lab-derived toxic ingredients of sunscreen with chlorine in swimming pools, causing alterations in the compounds and making it even more toxic. At times, even poisonous, given that different people use different brands of sunscreen containing different chemicals. It's all adding on to the toxic burden of the body increasing the susceptibility of development or exacerbation of symptoms leading to a state of illness and disease. And the damage from sunscreens is not just limited to humans alone. It's also the marine life that has greatly been suffered due to this, apart from the fact that we are also adding on to the problem of water pollution. By the way, did you know that fairly recently in December 2021, a week before Johnson & Johnson pulled its Neutrogena and Aveno aerosol sunscreens off the market, Consumer Reports, which is a non-profit organization, they obtained an internal FDA health hazard report. It stated that the use of these sunscreens could cause life-threatening health hazards and permanent impairment of bodily function. We have placed a link of this article by Consumer along with other links to the books and references provided by Dr. Elizabeth. Feel free to check it out if you'd like to learn more. And in one of her books, she has provided a graph that shows the incidence of melanoma, which was very low in the late 1970s, when sunscreens were just introduced. But that point onwards, it has steadily increased. The harsh reality is that the pharmaceutical companies have never proven that sun causes melanoma and that sunscreens can prevent it. In fact, Dr. Elizabeth also pointed out that sailors on ships that were mostly out working on the deck and had more sun exposure had lower incidence of skin cancers than those that were inside under the deck. By now, it must be clear that we don't need sunscreens. And I know that at this point, you must be saying, then what should I do about sunburns? Well, if we eat the right foods and bring out the positive change in our lifestyle, it won't be a problem at all. And how can you protect yourself if you're stranded in the desert using simple ingredients found in the kitchen? So do remember to carry them because there are no kitchens in the desert. This is what we are going to talk about in the upcoming episode. It's going to be all about the solutions and how to avoid and protect yourself from blue light toxicity. We'd like to thank Dr. Elizabeth Plod for all the great research and work she has done as an international lecturer and author of health books, a licensed clinical laboratory scientist, who has worked with cutting-edge cancer and DNA medical research laboratories for two decades. If you like what we do and would like to be a part of and support our work, consider becoming a patron and enjoy exclusive benefits. Link in the show notes. And remember, religion is about following established beliefs and science is all about questioning it to try to get at a deeper understanding. So choose wisely.
See you next time. Signing off.